Welcome to Turn In Your Hymnal To. I'm Rex Bridges, and today we'll be looking into the background story of Let the Lower Lights Be Burning. Let the Lower Lights Be Burning, 1871. Philip Paul Bliss, 1838-1876, had two rare gifts. He was about as ecumenical as a Christian can be, and he could rarely hear a good story without being inspired to write a new song. When he was 12 years old, he was immersed into the fellowship of the Baptist Church, Cherry Flats, Tioga County, Pennsylvania. But not long thereafter, he began to participate in Methodist camp meetings and revival services. When he married, he united with the Presbyterian Church, of which his wife was an active member, and for some years he was Sunday School Superintendent and choir member of the First Congregational Church, Chicago. As for his musical training, it was hit or miss for many years because of his poverty. When he heard a piano for the first time, he was a 10-year-old barefoot boy. He was so fascinated by the music that he entered the house and said to the young lady who was playing, Oh lady, play some more. Instead of responding courteously, she rebuked him for coming into her home barefooted and sent him speedily on his way. Later, he was associated with songwriter George F. Root and for nearly 10 years conducted singing schools, musical institutes, and conventions throughout Western United States. He had been about everything from a farm worker to a sawmill operator to an assistant cook in a lumber camp by the time he was converted but he gladly and enthusiastically gave the rest of his life to the singing of the praise of God and the writing of songs expressive of his own religious experience. Later, when royalties from his gospel songs poured into the amount of $30,000, despite his own financial condition, he turned over the entire amount to his friend and co-worker, Major Whittle, for the furtherance of their evangelistic efforts. One night, he was listening closely as Dwight L. Moody was preaching. The eloquent minister told a story concerning the captain of a boat that was nearing the Cleveland Harbor on a dark and stormy night. Added to the dangers from wild winds and mountainous waves was the further hazard of trying to approach the harbor when not a single star could be seen in the blackened sky. The captain, seeing but one light from a lighthouse, asked the pilot, Are you sure this is Cleveland? Quite sure, the pilot replied. Where are the lower lights? He asked again. Gone out, sir, the pilot answered. Can you make the harbor? He asked a third time. We must or we perish, sir, was the reply. Despite the strong hand and brave heart of the man at the wheel, in the darkness he missed the channel, and the vessel crashed upon the rocks with great loss of life. Moody concluded with this exhortation. The master will take care of the great lighthouse. Let us keep the lower lights burning. That very night, Bliss wrote the words and music of one of his most popular gospel songs. Brightly beams our Father's mercy from his lighthouse evermore, but to us he gives the keeping of the lights along the shore. Let the lower lights be burning, send a gleam across the wave. Some poor fainting, struggling seaman, you may rescue, you may save. The song was first published in Gospel Songs in 1874, two years before Bliss's tragic and untimely death. This was not the first time that an inspiration had hit him. 
Three years earlier, he had heard Reverend Mr. Brundage close a sermon with these words, He who is almost persuaded is almost saved, but to be almost saved is to be entirely lost. With that sentence ringing in his ears, he wrote the words and music of Almost Persuaded. When a minister spoke of Daniel's bravery in opening his windows toward Jerusalem and praying, despite an edict of the king forbidding such an act, he wrote both, Dare to be a Daniel, and Are your windows open toward Jerusalem? From the Old Testament story of Jonathan and his armor-bearer winning an unexpected victory over the enemy, he composed Only an Armor-Bearer. The newspaper account of a group of soldiers being surrounded on a hilltop during the Civil War, calling upon their fellows to rescue them from the enemy, only to receive this reply from their commanding officer, Hold the fort, I'm coming, led him to write one of his most rousing songs, Hold the Fort. Gifted with a remarkable voice, ranging from low D-flat to high A-flat, he introduced many of his compositions himself. From his fluent pen flowed such familiar favorites as The Light of the World is Jesus I am so glad that Jesus loves me Man of Sorrows, what a name More holiness give me Wonderful words of life I will sing of my Redeemer And pull for the shore During the twelve years from 1864 when he published his first song, a popular ballad, Laura Vale, until his death in 1876, he made a deep, profound, and abiding impression upon the musical life of American Christendom. While some of his compositions are not as popular now as when they were written, others have found a place worthy of their lasting beauty in the hymnals and hearts of Christians throughout the world. The story of his accidental death is told in connection with the hymn for which he composed the music, It Is Well With My Soul. Brightly beams our Father's mercy From His lighthouse evermore But to us He gives the keeping Of the lights along the shore Let the lower lights be burning Send a gleam across the wave Some poor fainting, struggling seamen You may rescue, you may save Dark the night, our sin has settled Loud the angry billows roar Eager eyes are watching, longing For the lights along the shore Let the lower lights be burning Send a gleam across the wave Some poor fainting, struggling seamen you may rescue, you may save. Trim your feeble lamp, my brother. Some poor sailor tempest tossed, trying now to make the harbor. 
in the darkness may be lost let the lower lights be burning send a gleam across the wave some poor fainting struggling seamen you This has been Rex Bridges, reading from Living Stories of Famous Hymns by Ernest K. Emurian. Copyright 1955 by Baker Bookhouse Company. Used by permission of Baker Bookhouse Company.